guys and gals, welcome to the Oxford Holy Club, a place where we ready ourselves to give an answer for the hope that's in us. We will also try to answer your questions, random questions from the interwebs, and have some fun too. So put some seatbelts on your ears because we're in for a wild ride. Well, hello, Oxford Holy Club. I am one quarter of your host, Brad Silliker. I'm two quarters of your host. I'm Lucas Candy. Uh, I'm really not digging this like one quarter, two quarter thing. Like, no. I'm also a host of this show, Andrew. Yeah, and name. I'm very glad to be here. My name is Matthew. All right. Well, can't we just can't get a, a unified intro ever? <laughs> it's the last thing you nail as a pro. That's what I hear. You okay? Well, I've always heard that you start strong and end strong. Whatever happens in the middle doesn't really matter. And <laughs> okay. unfortunately for us. I'm not sure where we land, but we, we always have the ending to look forward to. Yeah, that's right. We'll stick <laughs> the landing and we'll be good to go. Um, we've got some people joining us already. It's great to see you coming in to chat. And fellas, I don't know if you're aware of this. I, I'm sure that you are, but we actually reached 1000 views last week with our video. Nice. And let's make it clear, not a thousand, not a thousand views like since we started this thing, because that would be the equivalent of 10 people. Per episode, <laughs> a thousand on one episode. On one episode, yes. yeah, a thousand views. Lordy, lordy, which is crazy. And the way that that was made possible was through the Holy Club of you guys sharing the podcast. It really was because normally we get somewhere in around three hundred for on a you know if it's maybe five. Um, but if we're we, extra funny. If we're extra funny, if we're really on our game, maybe, maybe some people, yeah, we really work hard for that extra share. <laughs> but we yeah. asked and you guys delivered and shared like you'd never have before. And it went way out and it went over a thousand. Uh, we tried to film a, a thank you video. <laughs> and well, I, don't I, I filmed it. We all filmed it, but we just didn't... Uh... We put the work in. We put the we put the work into a thank you video to release a while ago, but um, uh, the audio didn't record because I accidentally had it on mute and didn't realize. So that was and that it was, was so on me. heartfelt. Matt said a lot of good stuff. A lot of good stuff. I didn't yeah. even get invited to it. Well, we kept trying, <laughs> kept trying to invite, and and yet not sure where you were. Um, I was live on location from the Sobeys uh, toilet paper aisle. Of, it was wonderful. Of all of us, you put the most work in. You actually set up a shot at Sobeys promoting their, you know, whatever they're touting. I think you were in the toilet paper <laughs> aisle too, eh? I, well, the funny thing is, is, so, you know, all this, you know, toilet paper, can't find it, whatever. Now, everybody has toilet paper. I was in, and like, Sobeys was pretty full when I was there and I was in the toilet paper aisle for at least five minutes recording this little thing. No one came by. Now that that could have been because some guy was talking to like I think a toilet bowl cleaner, as far as they knew. Um, but Luke yeah, I don't think anybody needs any. <laughs> yeah, probably. Yeah, kept him at bay. So uh, again, just to say from all of us, uh, thank you so much for for your support with the podcast. And and is it is it too on the nose to ask you to do it again? Is that no, wrong? Uh, and I think the way you got to do it is this: is you got to say, "Hey, thanks, Karen. Thanks, Mom, for being here yeah. tonight." Go ahead and share that that this stream. Hey, Mike, thanks for being here again. Christina, good to see you back. Yes, you know, we got we got to thank these people. So show some heartfelt appreciation, and then tell them to go ahead and share. I've got my guitar here. Should I plug in and, and sing just a, like a little ditty of the Golden Girls theme song? The, the sharing yeah. song. Do it. Thank you. Oh, for the chords yes. to that right off. Thank you for being a friend. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Travel okay, back so, around the world and back, back again. Yeah. Yeah. 
Okay. All right. So ladies and gentlemen, if you want to find out more about the podcast, you can do so at our website, oxfordholyclub.com. And from that website, you can find us on all the social medias that matter to us. You can also find a link if you would like to in the description of this video to send us a one minute message. Maybe you'd want to, you know, talk to us about what the past 94 episodes have meant to you. What was it like to be a part of the movement that brought us to over a thousand? We'd love to hear that message. Um, You can also listen to the podcast just through audio if that's more your cup of tea that will be released either tonight but definitely by tomorrow that audio will be out and it'll also be available for you on youtube if you don't frequent the facebook so the website oxfordholyclub.com you can also uh browse our merch there if you're interested in that kind of thing and again and i'm not trying to i'm not trying to um be uh tacky please share this stream on your Facebook profile and make sure that you like the page. If you're just here watching and you just kind of happen to catch it as it's happening, or maybe you just know mentally that at nine o'clock, you know, it's on, uh, click the like button because then you'll actually get an alert on your phone that reminds you, Hey, these four guys are back again. I should probably watch them. Um, a frequent listener, Scott made a comment, uh, the other day about how this is a part of his daily routine or weekly, sorry, weekly routine. Uh, he watches it, it every night, yeah, every, every, day, every, every night, night he goes back and he watches it. <laughs> he, yeah. For consistency and, and, um, and all that, but uh, make it a part of your week. We would love to journey with you as we talk about faith and laugh and all kinds of different stuff. We really enjoy doing this. And um, if no one liked or did it, we would still do this to the empty ether of the internet, but we're very glad Absolutely. that you're here with us. Uh, I'm, I'm done, but I do want to mention, I, I guess so I'm not done, is stick around if you're watching by video because we have the Oxford Holy Club Afterglow. It's my new favorite thing. It's my new favorite thing we do. <laughs> when, all th- when all of it's done for the audio listeners, I'm sorry to tell you um, that there is more for those that watch. Bonus content. Bonus yep. content. So and it's, listen, we did it last week and it, I had a riot. It was a blast. It was a I blast. I can't believe Lucas guessed Matrix without we even drawn anything. <laughs> it was already inside your head. Go back and go back and listen to it. And you know what? Uh, let's continue on in this episode and move on to sports. It's oh, stuff. I didn't know I was doing one tonight. Dang. For real? <laughs> I'm not prepared. <laughs> okay. I went through the script three times over the last week and never seen that once. Did you just add that, Brad? Nope. Been there since last week I when I sent gonna, the notes. I was actually going to ask you about it and just be like, are we done with sports and stuff? No. I haven't done one in a month. And then Why don't I jump up. in with... Why don't um, I jump in with ketchup while, and then you can scramble to think of something? Man, I d- panicked when that music came. No, on. <laughs> we, we can't. We can't go to order again. That messed me up so bad last week, Matt. Okay, can no, you let's can you do, pull? Uh, let's do ketchup, and I'll be ready. I promise. Oh, I All hate right. when we go out of order, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> we are going to toss to me and the ketchup. Um, my goodness. All right, Andrew, gentlemen, it's been a week since we talked last. I was really jonesing for an episode where we went in order and it didn't throw my OCD out of whack, but here we are. Um, for more quality audio, make sure you do like and share. Yeah. Would you, would you share? You put a ton of work into this. Andrew, what's going on with you? Talk to me about your week. All right. Real quick. I just want to share one thing with you guys. Uh, my pastor, Wayne Murphy, good guy. Shout out he, to Wayne. He went into the church uh, on Saturday, because he has five kids, 
So, <laughs> yep. uh, and he made a video about being alone in the church. Um, Do we have it? Can and, we get it? Well, I'm just going to tell people to go watch it. Um, it is so good. I was, so, I, I just died. Like, I honestly <laughs> think like I was so impressed. It's so funny. And so you didn't doing, shoot that? No, he, him and his wife went in and did that. Oh, I, th- I assumed like, you were the cameraman the whole time. No, no, no. Five kids. Um, <laughs> well, they're like oldish. Some of them are oldish. Anyways, doesn't matter. Uh, so just check it out. It's on our uh, Facebook page, Lancaster Baptist Church. Hold it. And you won't regret it. It is so funny. Uh, and that's all. I, I don't want to spoil it. And I'll just ruin it if I try and explain we can, stuff. We can share it on our Facebook page afterwards, too. Yeah, just check it out. It is, it's good stuff. And it's amazing. Like, it's the best post we've ever posted on Facebook. It's been watched over 1500 times. Um, <laughs> just blow, like we don't have anything comparable in terms of stuff we posted on Facebook. Viral. Uh, yeah. Well, <laughs> Lancaster Baptist church viral for sure. Definitely. <laughs> and that's all I want to say. Just go check that out. Can it's I, funny. If I got the, how long is it? It's two <laughs> minutes. Other bread? It's, it it's kind of on the it. long side, probably. Yeah. For the podcast, uh, it would yeah, it'd be like difficult for me to just grab minutes. it. I could certainly try though. Look, let's keep, let's keep talking while I try. Um, Since everything's run so smoothly so far. Why not? All right. Well, (laughs) for me this week, uh, what I, what struck me this week was I went into my office. I've been back and forth every now and then just going to the church to get something that I need or print something off. And I made the decision that uh, there's a corner of my office that needs to be painted. That wasn't because there was a, a cupboard there at the time. And, and when my office got painted, that cupboard was there. Now it's gone. This is really exciting. But when uh, when I went today, I was like, okay, well, the next time I come into my office, I'd actually like to paint that. So I need to remove, I need to move my desk and remove the stuff that's on the wall. And one of the things that's on the wall is my whiteboard where I have everything in my life uh, segmented and divided up. And, and then I write in, you know, what needs to be done in the run of a week, what's long-term planning, all that kind of stuff. It was, I don't even know what the word would be today to go to remove that whiteboard, look at my whiteboard and realize, wow, none of these things matter anymore. (laughs) (laughs) Like I'm looking at this thing going, and uh, the pastor was in his office and I kept a, a good distance and said to him, like all these things that were so pressing and that mattered so much, just gone. And, mm. and in, their, in their proper context and time, they were important and they did matter. But it's interesting uh, to, to look at that and go, you know, even in their proper context and timing, yeah, they were good things to do, but I'm not sure that, you know, like what's really important with how I spend my time. Mm. So it was, it was interesting. Take, just taking my bulletin board down today uh, set me in spiraling through this existential crisis <laughs> of, of who am I? What is Brad? Uh, and and it, was, it was so interesting just to see all of these things that I wrote in the before times, you know? <laughs> yeah. It's funny because I did the same thing. I was in my work and I didn't take it down. It's just one of those like six foot by four. Four foot whiteboards. Not to brag, I got a giant whiteboard. Don't worry about it. Explain to brag. And then, and I had to like wipe it all off because it's like, oh, here's all my schemes and plans for March and April and whatever. And I was like, no sense leaving this on here to like bake on. You know how if you leave dry erase on too long, it gets all gross. So I was like, well, it's a clean sheet now, and it will it will be probably till September, right? So it's so funny. We both had whiteboard incidents. 
<laughs> I, oh, I man. have never felt busier in my job and I have never done less of my actual job. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's that's not a good dynamic. I'm a, I'm concerned about that. <laughs> I I would agree with you though, Andrew. Our, like our jobs, which are primarily to be ar- with and around people, and planning mm. things to be with and around people, have all shifted to now we're we're bringing our churches online and we're trying to create avenues for connection online. Like it's it's totally different. And and you're right. Like it's it's busy. And the things mm. that the things that weren't super important before all of a sudden now are and like so you know for instance we need to update our website you know something and it's nothing crazy but it's just like it is it's the hub now for people for our church where once it wasn't a huge necessity Mm -hmm. now it really is um anyway yeah so i've had whiteboard woes and that's been that's been my jam now, for you guys, now, this is the sense I get. Let me know if I'm wrong, but we will. Because I was telling someone else about this that, like, you guys have like a very different job than you're currently doing. Like, you're you have you probably have a lot of routine and stuff like that. And it's and this obviously, like, a lot of people has thrown your routine asunder, and basically you had a whole new set of challenges to tackle. But I kind of get the sense from talking to you guys that, like, as much as you you know you're not like pumped to have to do it as far as like that all this is happening, but like you're enjoying the challenge of like doing all this new stuff. Like I love it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was, yeah. Is that, that's the sense I got. And that's the way I am too, because my whole like erased whiteboard, like my whole world got turned up, flipped, turned upside down and copyright. And it's the same, it's the same thing. Like it's like, well, if I had to choose one, I'd probably choose the original, but I've, re- I've been enjoying the challenge and it's been really neat to see. So it's kind of a, kind of a neat time actually. Let me just, it is, uh, let me just say really, really quickly. Thank you, Sonia Cudmore for the like. Nice to see hey, that, Sonia. Nice to see that you're here, Sonia. Yeah, good, good to hear from you, Sonia. <laughs> Sorry, go ahead, Andrew. I didn't want to leave that I was, one. I was just going to say it's uh, really fun trying to create a quality, uh, like online service or live stream or whatever, on a zero dollar budget. Yep. And <laughs> we've done. I think we've done pretty good. I've yeah. I've begged, borrowed, and stole from so many different people. Oh. Not stole. It's okay. Uh, I'll we'll, give it back. We'll. <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, no, it's just like, okay, how do we do this? Mm-hmm. We have this many monies, which is that. And, uh, <laughs> it's worked out well. Yeah, we That's and neat. we opted to very much do what we're doing right now. This type of podcast form format, where we have mm-hmm. conversation and and talk now with Easter and Good Friday and you know Palm Sunday stuff. You know, we incorporated a few different elements. But for the most part, we're kind of keeping with this type of format, which has worked well because I, I enjoy being able to look at chat and have conversation with people, stuff like that. So there, that's been that's been my week, Matt. I, I know we're not going to jump right to it. We need to continue to talk. But how, are you going to be good for the old for the SAS? Oh, I'm, I'm already ready to roll. Might might be my best one yet. <laughs> wow, <laughs> this is true. best work this way. Yeah. I do. I work better under pressure. I got to be honest. Okay, so <laughs> I'm not sending you the show notes anymore. <laughs> yeah, no, I had a good week. I had a good, are, we, are we on me? Yeah, yeah let's let's week. jump to you. Yeah, I had a good week this week. Uh, you know how there's along the stages. You know we're all parents, and so there's like milestones along the way. Uh, I experienced one uh, just last night uh, as parenting. Uh, I didn't send you the video, but uh, here you guys can check this out. Here, ready? Okay, check this out. No training wheels. No training wheels. Hey, cool. Wow, that's a cool a bike. Banana seat bike. Yeah, I was gonna say those are some sweet wheels you got there. 
All right. Do you see it? Huh? Yeah, here's here's awesome. the best part of that. Listen, listen, listen right at the beginning. You'll hear people in the background cheering. Okay. Or, well, I just told you. Anyway, listen. People watching from their windows and stuff. Fun, awesome. Don't look at Dan. Yeah. That's, <laughs> so there's. Ah, oh, damn. We had, it was funny because here they are watching me. I'm 320 pounds and I'm in a full sprint up and down that court all evening. That was the real show. Hold on. Were they cheering them. for her or cheering for you? Uh, <laughs> I'll take it. Anyway, it was just cool. That's just kind of the cool little community I'm in. So, like, I mean, everybody's locked in their house, but it would come out like these three different neighbors on their doorstep. And as soon as she launched and was gone, they're out there cheering her on. And, uh, yeah, it was pretty awesome. So, it's an interesting interesting dynamic, though, because here I got twins, right? Yeah. So, Sadie, boom. I mean, I it was less than half an hour with Sadie, and, she's, and she was gone. Like, just unbelievable. And Addison, she's doing good. Still working on it. Anyway, but. so far, well, so far she's been staying pretty optimistic. But I mean, that's <laughs> the thing as a parent, uh, as like you, you worry about though, like because Aaron and I have talked about this. It's just like they're twins. So how are things going to go whenever they get older, even, and one excels in one area and not the other? How does the other kid feel, even right. up to adulthood, where it's just like they one's in a relationship and the other isn't or one gets married one's still in your basement one's well not. this is it right? <laughs> still can't ride her bike <laughs> well this is it anyway. one's an right, adult I'm, can't ride her bike because her dad spent all the time with the other <laughs> no no listen i'm listen, kidding i'm kidding you guys i'm trying to tell you all my parenting woes and you just <laughs> no but anyway it's going to be interesting to see how that goes so that yeah. was that was a, that was a cool one last night and then the other thing is is that uh so i haven't been able to go to the gym um, because they've closed all the gyms. And so uh, That's what I me back confiscated too. a ton of gym equipment from my buddy Spencer. Uh, he just lugged it. I called him. I was like, I need all your gym equipment. And he lugged it all out and put it in his driveway. When he went in the house, I went out, loaded up all in my car. And it had me, it forced me to make space for it. And so I had to rearrange my whole storage room. So I'm about to do crib style. Uh, give you a tour <laughs> of my storage room because it also I had to build a whole new um, podcast uh, area, which mm. I think I might start producing and selling uh, on the masses. Uh, okay, so you're ready for this? Well, hold on, hold on. Are you are you franchising your podcast I, right now? Let this, be, let this be known. Oh, hey, Aaron. Hey, babe. Uh, let this not be known. I didn't say Aaron. I said Clarence. No, my, I don't care about Clarence. My mom's Clarence, my we're glad you're here, here, though. Don't my listen. My wife is here. Uh, uh, R, what did she say? R? Anyway, um, the uh, so here we go. I'll give you a tour. I hope you don't get seasick. All right, so first of all, I cleaned up my whole storage area. Like I like those totes. Yeah. Okay. Ooh. Oh, yeah, I'm totally good. That's my... Nice diffused light. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So here's, uh, here's a hula hoop and some... Bands. Wow. Please tell me your entire weight loss thing counts as a hula hoop dependent. Because there's great. the barbells over there. Nice. Barbells for the barber. Here's mm-hmm. the bench, and then there's the free weights. But here's the other cool part of all this is that I, in all of this, I had to make room, so I created a whole hiking corner. So look, ah, I got, all, I got I like both it. my packs. This is where I sit there. and think about hiking. You're this is not a podcast storage. unless Matt brings up that he hikes. And then there's my- <laughs> That's why you guys are jerks. <laughs> but then you ready? Here's the here's the money shot. Here's the the podcast station. 
Oh, wow. Look at this. Do you see all this? So look at it. And so look how small and uh, I can't even work. <laughs> and nimble it is. This is nice camera work. What's happening? So, so now I can just take it. It pushes right into the corner and I got nice. all kinds of room. We didn't really see what it was. It was a little shaky. It was like a two by four on like a sawhorse. You, you yeah, two, two by four, two, two, one by fours. On a sawhorse, but it's built to hold. I'm two rocking computers. sawhorses too. Yeah, it's uh, Lucas it, and I have the whiteboards. I've got a spot for my my bubbly drink. I've got for two laptops. My computer sits there. All set up. All right, I got to catch up on the. Remember when this episode chat used to be about my things? wife? My wife is lighting up the chat right now. I gotta go. So anyway, <laughs> all in all, um, yeah, great, Aaron. Are you really talking about our storage room? You guys are really low on topics. <laughs> hey, I yeah. saw that. <laughs> it's the anchor for this episode. It's got to be good. Show them your new gaming setup too. Oh, Mike. No, that's in the other room, Mike. So I Lu- gave that its whole own room. <laughs> Lucas, I'm curious how you want to handle this. I know the topic that you want to I, talk about. I'm I'm switching it. Don't worry. Uh, so um, I also had a kind of a funny little bike incident. We, we have this little tiny street across the road from us because my wife really struggles with the fact that like we don't take our kids biking all the time and, you know, we're failing them as parents, you know, yada, yada, yada. But it's because we have like a gross gravel driveway and we have basically Excuses. a provincial highway outside of our, our house. So Those it's kind of hard for to take Lucas when he was, when he was house shopping. I need a real gravelly driveway or I'm not, I'm not buying yeah. it. Something real hilly if you can. Uh, anyway. And, but so, the question is, how often do I want to lug everything into the van, take it somewhere for a two-minute bike ride? The answer is never. Um, but anyway, they, they started a subdivision, which is like four houses right across from us. So we, t- we took them over there. We were taking the kids out. They, they most two of, two of three of them know how to ride a bike. Um, so we're good there. Who taught them? Mostly Melissa-led uh, of an Barber. endeavor. You went yeah. up there. So anyway... And so I was, it's funny because we're, well, I went over to help Melissa with that. And she's like, Hey, can you ride with the youngest, suckiest bike rider? I was like, sure. So I'm just walking along and she can ride a tricycle, like nobody's business. Like she could do an obstacle course, but for some reason, the leg pedaling skills are not translating to a bicycle and every one pedal she'll stop one pedal stop. So eventually I'm just walking and I look over and she just hops off the bike and just books it and just like takes off. So I'm left there with the bike and I have to start carrying it everywhere. But anyway, it was a, it was a pretty good uh, adventure, but not the most uh, exciting. But my actual story um, is the fact that I went to Costco to, for my that weekly was, Costco run. Just a little warm up. Sorry. That was, hey, I'm also trying to oh, change. You just went to Costco here. and you've been to Sobeys. How many unnecessary trips out of the house have you made? <laughs> I have one went weekly to somebody trip else's subdivision to run where, where I go to Costco and I go to Subway. Yes, bro. I've got something to say. I, I, I'm, I don't want to interrupt. I do want to point out that Eileen Lewis has returned to us. Welcome back, Eileen. Welcome Hello, back, Eileen. Eileen. Where's my phone at? I'll and, get the music queued up. And, and my mother's here, and there's others. Yeah. Jen Carey, good to see you, Jen. Can I just say something about Jen Carey really quickly? Please Sorry. Do. I don't know if any of you guys know her, but Jen Carey's a huge Teen Challenge uh, supporter, really big fan. Uh, and she has been baking uh, two, sometimes three times a week and bringing things and, and having them dropped off to the staff f- to bring out to the center. She, nice. She's a saint. Very cool. An absolute saint. Yeah. Way to go. Yeah. So, Thanks, so Lucas, Jen. you were prepping us for a story. Uh, yes. So uh, I do my weekly trip, which I go to two places, Costco and some other places, not Costco that has non-Costco things. So anyway, I get there. 
and it's like four fifty-eight. And as I'm walking in, she's like, "Yeah, we close in two minutes." And they changed. She's like, "Yeah, we cl- changed her closing time." I was like, "Oh, oh no!" So I'm like half shuffling. I'm, I'm getting all stressed because I have like fifty things to get in two minutes. I was like, "You know what? Calm down, Lucas." Like they they let you in, they close the door, and they probably give you like you know half an hour, twenty minutes, to like figure while they're doing all their shutdown stuff. Anyway, I was in there for about five minutes. And all of a sudden I noticed there's like a big cluster of them, like just kind of hanging out. And I was like, it's weird anyway. So I'm coming up an aisle and I go to turn, uh, I could turn left towards the cash or right back towards the other side. And as I turn right, they go, no, you can't go that way. I said, what? And they, and I look and there's like a line of them and they've got like their, their little like forklift thing with the light going and the beeper going. And they're basically like, it's like, you know, when hunters like beat the bushes to like move everyone one direction, that's what they were doing with the customers. So I was corralled like an animal and it was kind of interesting. Uh, and I have no like ill will towards them because Costco has been stellar about everything. And I came in late, but it was very strange. It was like, no, no forward only. So then I'm like, Oh no, like if I, if I, if I miss something, I can't go back to get it. And it was anyway, it was, it was fine. I only missed like five of my five things, but that's fine. This gives me an excuse to go out again this week and yeah, do there you things go. I shouldn't do. One or two things so I can go back out. So irresponsible. Oh, yes. Careful Sorry, on that gravelly and, uh, driveway. But I hear we have some kind of a uh, sports or star stuff. Well, hold on. Right. Let's, let's toss to him proper. You good. Okay. Oh I'm man, ready. I'm pumped. All right, here we go. Let's try this again with Matt and Sports and Star Stuff. Well, welcome to another edition of Stars and Sports Stuff. I've been waiting for this. And Sports and Star Stuff. Oh, whatever it's called. It's been so long since you put it into the show notes, man. How Even if I'd have seen it in there, I wouldn't have recognized it. So here we go. Here's the way we play this game. Listen, we'd love for everybody to play along at home, but just don't be a doofus. Don't go and Google the term. What we do, it's essentially a game of balderdash where I'm going to give you a term and it's either going to have to do with sports or it's going to have to do with star stuff. Mm. That's a pretty wide open category. We could be talking about actual astronomical things um, or we could be talking about things from Lucas's favorite show, Stargate. Uh, And so there's many different aspects or different ways that we could look at this. Uh, And I will give you the term. Then the guys will are going to message me through Messenger, not text, Brad. I already, I already got my Messenger loaded. All right, and uh, <laughs> we're going to send you. Thanks for just showing. Oh, that was Messenger. You're going to then you're going to send me yours, and I want you to feel free to comment uh, what you think the actual meaning of this term is. Are you ready? All right, here we go. And your term is frozen rope. Frozen rope. Frozen rope. Frozen. Rope. Tell me that it's just frozen rope. Exactly what how it sounds. Exactly how it sounds. F R O Z E N R O P E. Two words. Frozen rope. Okay. Frozen rope. Do you want it in a sentence? Yeah. Sure. Hey, look, it's a frozen rope. You suck. <laughs> You suck so bad. Your sentences are the worst. <laughs> isn't, that, isn't that what it is? Or how about, okay, I'll give you a better sentence. Is that a frozen rope? <laughs> Matt, come on. <laughs> All right, so I want to know, is it a sport? Is it a star stuff? And what do you think that the uh, term actually means? All right, guys, get your uh, get your, uh, your answers in. All right, Lucas has got his in. Here we go. I See, I, I've heard it somewhere before, but I... Oh, I can't place where I heard it from. But I am always the first one to submit my answer. They're not good, but they're the first. Yeah. Right. 
McPhail wondering if Jen Carey is on Skip the Dishes. <laughs> wondering if she'll bake and send it through Uber Eats. <laughs> All right, we got one from Bradley. Almost done. Don't forget, audience members, you guys can. Yes, we love to have some thoughts. I've got a couple in there. All right. All right, here we go. Are you ready for this? Frozen rope. One more time in a sentence. Have you ever seen a frozen rope? Uh, it, okay. it like seriously you have you ever played balderdash <laughs> <laughs> or a, a game like this that sucks all right here we go here we go oh why am i out of the shot here there we go all right here it is here are your options one of these is true frozen rope it is an astrological uh term phenomena and an astronomical ugh, astrological phenomena in which lightning on the planet Neptune is frozen when striking the planet. Okay. Appreciate or is it the tether that holds astronauts to the International Space Station when they have to spacewalk? Or is it when a baseball is hit straight out of the park? Is it a baseball term for shattering the bat on a hit? Or is it the trail behind a meteor that is mostly made of ice and frozen matter. All right, one more time, and then I want your guesses. Is it the trail behind a meteor that is mostly made of ice and frozen matter? Is it a baseball term for shattering the bat on a hit? Is it the tether that holds astronauts to the International Space Station when they have to spacewalk? Is it a line drive that goes right out of the park in baseball? Or is it an astrological phenomenon in which lightning on the planet Neptune is frozen when striking the planet? I'm I'm formulating my decision solely based on Mike McPhail's emoji. Mike McPhail's emoji. Okay. Thusly, thusly, I shall be choosing the option when a baseball bat is broken. When a baseball bat is broken. Bradley, your mother would like you to know that she shared the podcast. Uh, thank you, Mom. All right. Appreciate so Bradley that. says uh, the broken baseball bat. Andrew, what do you I know. Guess? I know which one it is now. So I want Andrew to go first. Oh, pretty good. Man, some of those seem like too obvious to me. Like the meteor one, and the space ones. The like the space one and the Neptune one are pretty good, but they also seem too obvious. Interesting. Okay. I'm going to go Broken Bat as well. Broken Bat. Two for Broken Bat. All right. All right. Lucas, what's your pick? Well, I knew in my – I'm quite sure it's a baseball thing, and I made up the Broken Bat thing, so nah. I'm going to say line drive. Hey, congratulations, Lucas. Not only yes. did you guess the right one, but you got everybody to guess your <laughs> answer. Like, that's that's the trifecta right there. I wish I could monetize uh, the skill somehow. But. Well, way to go. Well, listen, ladies and gentlemen, that's been another fantastic episode of – Stuff. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we are going to move on here. Whose whose turn is it? Lucas, take the wheels. Oh, that's right. It's my turn. Take, take the wheel. <clears throat> All right. So uh, we're going to be doing a SMORP. Uh, SMORP is an acronym for Scripture, Message, Obedience, Repentance, and Prayer. We're going to go. Th- we're going to read through a, a bit of Scripture here. Brad's going to throw it in the chat, um, and then we're going to kind of give our reactions to it, our thoughts on it, and you can feel free to do that as well. We have some people much smarter than us out there, uh, so we'd love to hear your thoughts as well. And uh, I'm reading uh, James 1, uh, 
verses 2 to 8. And this is in the ESV. It's about testing your faith. Uh, Count it all joy, my brothers, when you meet trials of various kinds. For you know what the testing that the testing of your faith produces steadfastness. And let steadfastness have its full effect, uh, that you may be perfect and complete, lacking in nothing. If any of you lacks wisdom, let him ask God, who gives generously to all without reproach, and it will be given to him. But let him ask in faith, with no doubting, uh, for the one who doubts is like a wave of the sea that is driven and tossed by the wind. For that person must not suppose that he will receive anything from the Lord. Um, he is a double-minded man, unstable in all his ways. Do you want to give her one more pass? Sure. <clears throat> Count it all joy, my brothers, when you meet trials of various kinds. For you know that the testing of your faith produces steadfastness. And let steadfastness have its full effect that you may be perfect and complete, lacking in nothing. If any of you lacks wisdom, let him ask God who gives generously to all without reproach, and it will be given to him. But let him ask in faith without, with no doubting. For the one who doubts is like a wave of the sea that is driven and tossed by the wind. For that person must not suppose that he will receive anything from the Lord. He is a double-minded man, unstable in all his ways. So, uh, scripture. So, are there any words, phrases, anything popping out at you guys? All right. Here's, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start off with a big one. Has any of you ever fully, completely uh, accomplished verse six? With no doubting, the one who doubts is like a wave. With, with never doubting? Mm. Um, yep. No. Okay. No. Here's my thing. This is it's such an interesting piece of scripture uh, that we're looking at because, of course, it starts off where we're talking about the idea of like, okay, there's struggles in life, which by the way, I don't know who picks these scriptures, but every scripture we talk about on there talks about you're struggling, you're having a hard time, but here's where God is. So I'm glad about that part. I guess we're consistent. But then if you move in through on the next piece of it here, right? Cause it talks about, okay, here's the testing of your face and faith. And this is what we're looking at for your steadfastness. And then the, my favorite part of the whole thing is because then it gives you the very much this pattern of, this leads to this, this leads to this. This is the process, mm -hmm. which when we're talking about faith and we're talking about growth, spiritual growth and, and our relationship with Christ, I always love the idea of it being a process and recognize it as that. Cause I, I fully completely believe that's what it is. It's always a process in this. And then it says in number six, but let him ask in faith with no doubting for the one who doubts is like a wave of the sea that is driven and tossed by the wind. And I, I mean, if I look at this, I, mean, I don't have an answer for this scripturally or anything other than to say that I know that when it, when push comes to shove and when I absolutely dig in and take in, in prayer for a drastic need, let's, let's land there. I don't know how you battle back some of that doubt, not saying that you land there and not saying that you dwell there, but there's a part of us that, that struggles, part of me, sorry that really struggles in that piece of, yes, I know what I believe. I know what I've read. I know even what God has done in my past, but yet I still find myself having, being caught in the waves back and forth. Because, because you know, God can do it. You just don't know if he will do it. And I think that's maybe where the, where the doubt, at least for me sometimes, because I know that the things I'm praying for, I, there's no guarantee I'm going to get them. Uh, but I think maybe, maybe the, maybe the trick is I have faith that God can do them, but is it saying 
but, but he might not like, no, is a totally acceptable answer. You know, he's allowed to say no, obviously, mm-hmm. but yeah, it's tricky. Yeah. And that, I think that's a good point. But at the same time, I think that, yeah. And yeah, I don't know. Is, is it that I'm thinking, Oh, I hope he does it or maybe he will, or maybe he won't. Mm-hmm. Or am I still caught up in this idea of, okay, I'm praying, I'm praying, I'm praying, mm-hmm. you know, and I, and I've seen him at work, but what is the doubt piece for me? You know, is it a lack of anticipation? Is it a lack of, of wanting, not wanting to get my hopes up? Is it a, what's, you know, so that's the question. I have no answer. Good luck. Uh, other gentlemen, <laughs> any thoughts? Well, uh, what sticks out to me is, is the verse, the first two, verse two and three Count it all. Joy, my brothers, when you meet trials of various kinds, and that's mm. it. It kind of makes you just snicker a little bit. Basically, it's right. saying you know when when things suck, you should be happy about it. Hmm. Um, and it goes on to say, for you know that the testing of your faith produces steadfastness. Mm. And essentially, you know that they're hearing about. James is writing to Christians who are going through a lot of trouble right now, being persecuted for their faith. And he's essentially like trying to give them some encouragement. And it starts off by saying, you know, be happy that you're going through this. And it, again, it just, to me, it really resonates with what everyone is going through right now uh, in terms of we all have different trials. We're all, you know, one broad trial, but we all are struggling in different ways and the idea of saying, okay, well, you know, I need to be joyful through this or I need to look for the, you know, the good in this. And the reality is it does test your faith and it's about perseverance. And that's what this whole verse is about is, is this pers- idea of perseverance and, and pushing through and, uh, you know, getting past those trials. And so I don't really know what I'm saying there that it just sticks out to me as important and you know, it's, it's easy to get down on yourself and, and, and look at all the negatives. But if you, you know, understand that if you get through this, you're going to be better for it, you know, in, in mm-hmm. the end. Kind of going off what you're saying, Andrew, what stuck out to me was verse five. If any of you lacks wisdom, let him ask God, which seems like a weird thing to be asking in this moment. Count it all joy, my brothers, when you're in trials, when you're going through the rough times, be happy. And, and then he goes through the process, like Matt talked about, there's a process that takes place. And then he says, if any of you lacks wisdom, let him ask God. And I'm like, okay, wouldn't I be asking you to relieve, release, relieve the, the stress, what the tension, the, the trial? But James is saying, if you lack wisdom, let him ask God. And I was thinking about that in terms of what we were saying, Matt, and I'm, I'm racking my brain um, with kind of what you were talking about too, about doubt and... <laughs> That part of wisdom, and I don't want to get into the message portion, that's what stood out to me, um, was about recognizing the opportunity that you have to grow in this moment of testing. Because if if you don't, and that test comes and goes, and you come out the, the same as you went in, that was a wasted opportunity. Um, no one wants to go through trials. I don't want to go through trials, but if we can recognize like, so we're in one right now, let's, we don't need to sugarcoat it. We don't need to hover here for very long, but the church is in a trial right now and who it's, we have an identity crisis and who we are. What does it mean to be the church? 
And if people just put blinders on and, and don't seek wisdom and what does the Lord want in this moment, and they just come out the other end and go back to exactly what they were doing before, there was a missed opportunity for growth. Now, I'm not trying to say that the trial we're dealing with right now is the same as other Christians all over the world. So don't hear what I'm not saying. I guess with this whole idea of wisdom is to, to recognize the opportunity that we have to come out on the other end. And I don't know about you guys, but I have gone through trials and, and different things um, where, where I did grow and I, and I can recognize that. And so there are things that I see kind of coming as opportunities. I don't want to be in them, but the Lord's teaching me stuff through them. Um, and, and about the doubting, like I, I get that we have doubts, but there are things, and, and maybe it, I'm not trying to put myself on any kind of pedestal. I'm just sharing my own experience. There are things that I know that I don't doubt when it, when it comes to God. Do I know how he's going to answer my every prayer? No, but do I know that my prayer will be answered? Yeah, I don't doubt that. What, right, and, and I know that you guys would say the same thing. We know that our prayers are going to be answered. I don't doubt that he's going to. Um, I might not get the answer I want, and that's okay. Um, so I don't know. I've got to. I I've got to believe that there's a part where, after experience and going through things, that when we, as our faith increases, that doubt decreases. But I don't know that doubt will ever be gone a hundred percent until we are glorified. Frankly. Yeah, I agree with that. Because again, there's this, there's always going to be this dynamic um, because we are people, we're human. Yeah. And so there's always going to be this element to us where, uh, and you, I, you said it really well, Bradley. Um, and the thing that I would probably add to it is this idea is that we've all prayed prayers. And I don't know if this is the right way to put it, but have been disappointed by the result. Sure. We have, we've all prayed that prayer. And I wonder, and don't get me wrong, I'm not in some existential breakdown of my faith here right now. No, no. But I'm just knowing of even of where I've worked and in experiences in my own life, in my own life, of what people talk about and what they say and what they what they feel. And it's just like, I prayed for this, didn't happen. Prayed for this, it didn't happen. Prayed for this. So I I have I have a, a heart for people when they say you know, but God's never answered my prayer. How can that not lead to some level of doubt, right? Sure. And so I do think there is a piece which is is put together in the first part of the scripture where it's perseverance. It's continuing on. And I totally agree with you. It's it's never that we don't get an answer. There's never not an answer, right? Hmm. It just may not even be one that we maybe recognize or or not is not in the time frame that we expected, or it may be flat out the opposite or of what we had been hoping for, right? But at the same time, there's this element of of experience leading to impact on our belief. Do you, do you know I've changed the way that I've prayed? Um, one of my greatest fears was that I would be asked to pray for someone at the front of the church during a service for healing. Maybe they've got a prognosis mm-hmm. of cancer or, or something and they mm-hmm. want to be healed. And I was terrified to go and pray with someone that they'd be healed in the name of Jesus and I believe in the authority that, that we have in him, but mm-hmm. to pray healing in front of people and then to step back and that person not be healed. Yeah. Like that, okay. that's, that scared me. And, and, and it, it, this is my own journey, 
my, th- this journey led me to a place of recognizing who do you think you are, Brad? You're not the one healing and who get, you don't get to decide who heals and who doesn't and whether I do or whether I don't. Why don't you listen to me in the moment? So my prayers are like this now. It, and, and this is not just for those, ex, you know, those big moments. It's Holy Spirit, what do you want to say right now? In this moment, what do you want to say and help me to be sensitive to, to, for what I'm praying and, and, and what I'm saying and, and stuff like that? Um, because, and the reason I'm saying that is because praying bold prayers without actually listening to the Lord is definitely going to lead you to doubt. Hmm, that's really good. And would you, would you even go as far as saying it's irresponsible? Absolutely. Uh, I would, but, and, and I'm not trying to, I'm not putting myself on any kind of pedestal to say that, look, I found a secret, but we get, sometimes we get this inflated view. If we say the right words and we say it loudly and we say it boldly and we get our hands involved, then, then all of a sudden we're, we're going to move the Lord to do something that he doesn't want to do perhaps, or, and, and that's just not how it works. Yeah, that's right. So here's the interesting, interesting dynamic because I agree with everything you said, but then read number seven, because as much as we're saying our impact, what we do and what we say isn't going to impact the way God will move. Well, for that person was not supposed, must not suppose that he will receive anything from the Lord. He is double-minded, unstable in all of his ways. So there is an element in there, right? Mm -hmm. Of what we do matters. So maybe here's how I do this with my kids. If, if we're talking about doing something and my kids take a negative approach to it, like that's not going to happen. Mm-hmm. Then I go, you're right. It was going to happen. But because of the way that you, the, because of the attitude that you brought and the doubt that you brought in and just not believing that we would do this thing. Right. And I don't do that. You, you know, like this is yeah, totally yeah, no, contextual no. and in the right place and moment. Yeah. But, but I wonder if that's the case that we're looking at here is if it's similar in that, this person, I want this, but man, I don't think I'm going to get that. God, I'm praying for this, but you know, I just don't really believe that. And of, and of course you get this image of this double back and forth, like almost you get the, the two people on your shoulders going back and forth type of thing. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah, no. Just and the- so is it, would we say then, okay, because it would be due to lack of faith, but then recognizing that, Faith, God is the one who builds our faith, mm-hmm. which then would make it a process. Is that a- fair? Absolutely. The, to me, there's there is a process of our faith growing, and mm-hmm. and and so yeah, yeah. Well, that's where I'm landing with it. Um, <clears throat> now the next step would be the message, but I don't know if we've kind of already unpacked that or not. Do you guys have any other messages that you're pulling out of this that you're kind of sensing? I think I kind of said my piece. Yeah. I, if we picked that bone clean. <laughs> I, I think yeah. so, Lucas. I do want to comment though, a couple of things here. There's some interesting things. Uh, actually, your in-laws there, uh, Andrew, and I think they're watching it together and just uh, hammering out these Stanley, Annie Stanley type quotes here. I don't know if this is all off, off the top of their oh, dome or where it's come from. I, lo- I love a good Annie Stanley quote. Yeah, I know you do. But here, this is a really good question. <laughs> if, if God, If God answered all your prayers right now, would anything change? Right. Oh, okay. Would the world change or would your world change? And I didn't yeah. like that a lot. Oh, this is, this is good. And then I, then it says Carl. So I think Natalie's trying to give credit where credit's due. Big Carl's coming in with the knowledge here. So, okay. So how about this? Let's look mm-hmm. at the Israelites for a second. They, they, 
were set free from slavery and bondage and were led, you know, by the Lord. And it wasn't that long until, I mean, it really wasn't that long until they were like, Hey, it was better. Slavery was better than this. And they wanted yep. to, they wanted to go back. Yeah. I, I guess all I'm saying is that we can look at the Israelites as an example of, of, of this relationship with the Lord. And, mm. and I would be, I would be lying if I would say that, that, that I haven't exemplified that in my own life where there are times where I'm like, Lord, I'm following you, but oh my goodness, really? Like, and so if God answered all your prayers right now, would it change? I mean, my prayers would be answered. That'd be cool. Mm-hmm. Um, go, what was the movie with Jim Carrey? Where he answered, where he, where Ace he, Ventura. No, not uh, Ace Ventura. Yes, it's the one where, not Ace Ventura. I'm a dumber. No. Uh, Bruce Almighty. Bruce Almighty. Liar, liar. Go watch no. Bruce Almighty. There's the answer to my question. Man, that guy's done a lot of good movies, eh? Uh, <laughs> That's right. Okay, this is what this is now. <laughs> um, what, one thing I did enjoy, like, again, it's some of the ones you guys already talked about, but saying, you know, like, Count it it all joy, my brothers, when you meet trials of various kinds. And Melanie Taylor made a good point. Remember, uh, joy and happy are not the same thing. Mm -hmm. Joy is more Mm -hmm. like a state that you're in no matter what the situation. Happy is more like, uh, you know, like today, you know, I I have, you know, I have joy, I have the joy of the Lord. But then today when I dumped an entire thing of yogurt on the floor and it went all over the floor, I was not very happy. I might have had some joy, but I had no happiness. You're going to have to make another trip to Sobeys. Oh no. Uh, Yeah, I'm I'm bad that way. But it's funny because you think like, why would you have joy in these trials? But really it's the difficult times that grow you and, and, and build up that perseverance and that grit. And, you know, reading biographies and written like watching biographies and stuff. It's some of these great people in the world have gone through these difficult times that these kind of crucibles that really kind of made better versions of themselves. And I mean, that's happening through, you know, God's help. But a lot of the time we want to be, we want to be pulled out of a specific situation. And, you know, we might say like, you know, you're God, take me out of this hard situation. And you might be like, no, you're exactly where you need to be because this mm. is going to make you better and more wise. And all of those things that, yeah, it's yeah. not comfortable and it's not pleasant, but uh, it's going to be way better. Like the worst thing you could do for a kid is give them no struggle or strife or, you know, anything for their whole life. That's going to be a grade eight dud by the time they you, turn 18. You got to take the training that. wheels off at some point. Yes. That's it. That's right. Absolutely. No, I think that's really good. All right. Any other uh, thoughts? Um, obedience? I, I will jump in here with a quick obedience one. Not so much about this one, but we talked last week. I said one of the things that I felt I was being kind of talked about was like I hadn't been doing my my quiet time very well since all this quarantine stuff because start, stuff started because I was out of pra- out of kind of routine. Anyway, I started to set my alarm half an hour earlier and I've gotten up and I've been doing it every day and it's been uh, been really good actually. I've, I've enjoyed it a lot. So I'm trying to be obedient. So fantastic. Any other obedience things? Oh man, just to be just to have wisdom, especially I mean we always we always need it. Um, but to continue to ask that, I mean, it, the great thing is he says he, God gives generously to all without reproach. Uh, so we have no excuse. <laughs> He's telling us we, you want wisdom, ask for it. Yeah. And it's not a wisdom of anytime the world. I'm, anytime I'm between like devotion things, I'm like, Oh, what should I do for my devotions? I always read through Proverbs and, and I pray for wisdom every time. And it's just, it's just, it's just a great read. If you haven't read Proverbs out there, I highly recommend it. You know, there's 31 Proverbs and 31 days in a lot of months and you can read one a day and 
and there's some excellent, excellent wisdom there and ask for wisdom. And it yeah. might end up that you get some unfun situations that help grow your wisdom, but it'll be worth it. Yeah, that's true too. Mm-hmm. Uh, any uh, repentance or prayers for anybody before we wrap this, put a bow in this puppy? I mean, Andrew talked about stealing early on. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry for that. He absolutely did. I, repent. no, I think actually there is something in this and this idea of repentance is, <clears throat> is uh, I don't know, is it repentance? But it's to not be satisfied staying in a state of doubt but mm. continuing to seek him. Mm-hmm. So I think there's a repentance action in that. And I wonder if, if doubt is a, is doubt a lack of experience? Mm. Doubt is a lack of trust and trust comes from experience. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. I'm not trying to put some kind of formula but together, not, but not something that we can't fall back into. It could be, doubt could be a lack of focus. Uh, sure. Cause I, we, again, I think there's, the, Oh, sorry. You look at the Israelites, like we already talked about, where it's around and around and around and yeah. around. So I mean, maybe I would, I would have to say doubt's a lack of focus, lack I, of I focus do like, and priority. I, I do like the lack of trust thing though, because when I think about it, like what makes me uh, not trust someone It's because they've done something that's given me a reason not to trust them. Like, you know, I give them the benefit of the doubt. Don't give me a reason not to trust you, you know, that sort of thing. And with the, if you trust in God, who's never given you a reason not to trust him, that's why it's a problem. Like it's not, it's not a big deal for me not to trust someone out in the world who's given me a reason that there's a reason I don't trust them because they gave me a reason not to. But with God, he's never given us a reason not to trust him. He's given us every reason to trust him. So, I mean, although not that the lack of focusing isn't a good idea too. The hard, the hard thing like for people, part. sorry. The hard thing for people is that no one wants to, nobody wants to, to admit this equation. If there's, if there's ever, if you ever um, think there's an issue between you and the Lord, the problem is not the Lord. The problem is us. Any Anytime my relationship's been strained with God, it's not because he's been distant or he's done something. It's because I have either stopped focusing on him, I, you know, on that relationship. In fact, mm-hmm. I can tell you 100% of the time, anytime I have spiritual issues, it's because I have had a lack of focus. I've neglected the mm-hmm. relationship with him. And that doesn't mean I've neglected a checklist, by the way. I could still go through the motions mm-hmm. and it not really be the real thing. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and that's the only answer to that. Yep. Is it's us. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Good. My mom's coming right. in with my mom's coming in with God gives us grace to trust him more if we ask him. There you go. And you know what? In, in all of this, we need to thank him for his grace. Because he is patient yeah. with us as we in this whole process. Can you imagine if he just demanded that that we never doubt, but that there's this process and he gives mm-hmm. us this grace to learn and grow. Anyway, I digress. I love it, like between being a, a father and between you know dealing with you know hundreds of kids at school. I love it's so it's so funny to see a kid um, who won't extend grace expects grace to be given to them. And that's how we can be sometimes. Yeah. And it's like, I want justice for that thing he did. It's like, well, you really, you wanted me to go super light on you when you did almost the same thing last week. Uh, do you want, do you want justice for that? Well, you know, just, just for him. Uh, yeah. Grace for me, justice for him, please. Uh, and that's how we can be too. When we're Lucas, try working at a rehab. <laughs> All right. Speaking of justice, that dovetails very well into our tiebreaker. All right, tiebreaker. If you've never been here for a tiebreaker, what's going to happen is we are going to read a 
certain situation or disagreement that two people have had. And then we are going to essentially break the tie. That's it. With our vast we did knowledge. It. Or, or go as long two, as it's not two and two. two. <laughs> or just like go way off on a rabbit trail that has nothing to do with the tiebreaker. But just so you know, if you have a tiebreaker that you would like us to break. <laughs> I don't know. What was that? Is uh, that what this is about? Yeah. Yeah. I yeah, I don't know. Anyways, you can go to oxfordholyclub.com. Right on the main page, you can click and submit your tiebreaker. It's anonymous. Just make sure that uh, both parties are in agreement about uh, publicly submitting. Not that we're going to know who you are or anything, but uh, and uh, we'll do it for you. We'll break the tie. So here we go. Jim is this person's name. And... (laughs) Well, after, All right, I let's break like, that tie. I just said it's anonymous. just said it's anonymous, and the first thing it says is Jim. Uh, <laughs> after shoveling the latest round of snow... Sorry, what was I, Jim's last name again, Andrew? It doesn't say. Asks. Yeah. <laughs> asks. Uh, we need to get I remarked to my friend, Kevin, that there's absolutely nothing I enjoy about winter. Not one thing. He countered by asking, well, what about Christmas? I rejected this argument because Christmas is not necessarily a winter holiday. Can you have Christmas without winter? Sure. The fact that it occurs during the North American winter is merely a coincidence. Is Christmas a winter holiday? I say no. He says yes. What's the real answer here? When I read this the first time, I thought, oh, this is so stupid. But the more I thought about it, I was just like, there's some meat on this. I was like, this is a really good discussion. I hope he didn't argue with his neighbor about it uh, extensively. But I thought, this is good to the point where I'm still trying to figure out where I land on this. Yeah, this dog will hunt, (laughs) as Um, they say. Lucas, I feel like you've got uh, something to share. We do have limited time, so we need to break a tie quick. Before, yeah. so right. that we can also then get into um, the I, afterglow. I say that yes, of course. You know, you don't have to have snow for winter. In some parts of the world, you know, the winter is you know flip flopped on the other side of the equator. Yada yada yada. But yeah, it's a winter holiday. Like if I said list a winter holiday, you would probably list Christmas first. It just it's what's in your mind, less so than like if there's snow on the ground or anything like that. So I say yes. There might be other arguments, but it is a winter holiday. Uh, if I if I listen to my heart. Okay, I'm siding with Lucas on this, uh, based simply on this, that I believe that it has to have a cultural and uh, and uh, location context. Uh, where the argument happened, I'm assuming it was in North America, um, it is absolutely a winter holiday. If this argument were to happen in Australia, then for those folks, it would not be uh, so. But uh, I think that the context and the location are what seals the deal for me, which makes Christmas absolutely a winter holiday. But only for us on in depending where you're at. So it's it's contextually a winter holiday. It's, con- it's just exactly what I said. <coughs> it's contextual to where you are located. That, that, that's a, I'm, that's a solid answer. I don't have. I feel like Andrew's going to go opposite here. No, I'm not. I'm like trying to think of something to make this funny or interesting. But I, I agree. Moving on. All right. Um, uh, uh, just so you guys know, uh, Sonia is saying winter ho- a holiday, and Eileen Lewis is also saying yes. 
winter holiday, and she's even given us two exclamations. So she plays that name again. I was going to say, let's break that tie. Is it Sonia Sonia? or Sonia? Is it Sonia or is it Sonia? I'm going to the Sonia. No, it's, is it Andrew, Sonia or Sonia? Sonia. Oh my goodness. Are you kidding? If you called it, how do you say Brad's mother's name? Sonia? Um, well, it's her name is Sony with an A, so her name's Sonia. Sonia. <laughs> she she's not she's not a, a cassette player. Sonia Lewis. <laughs> We're gonna have uh, or yeah, um, yeah. Sonia. Yeah, Mike. Okay, so Mike just threw a wrench in mine because in Hawaii, uh, it is a also Kalikimaka. It is a winter holiday. <laughs> All right. Well, the tie has been broken. <laughs> and it is Sonia. That is it. It is Sonia. All right, gentlemen. So here's what's about to take place for those of you that are still watching. Uh, we're going to go off. Well, we're, we're going to end the episode for those that are listening just for audio uh, for our recording that we're doing now. So it's going to sound like our normal outro. And then we're going to enter the afterglow zone where we're going to play a couple of games for a few minutes. And uh, you can certainly participate with us. If you've got to go and watch that show that people say has a character that looks like Matt Barber, um, you go do that. And if not, then please stick with us. So, Lucas, you're up again. <laughs> All right. Getting my coughs out here. Uh, you can follow our podcast on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and, of course, YouTube um, at Oxford Holy Club. And, of course, uh, you can throw up the hashtag OH Club if you're using it social medias. Um, and we would love it if you would leave us a five-star rating on iTunes. And if you do, we'll read it on the air. Not only that, but you can send your questions to us at OxfordHolyClub.com. You can browse our merch, and you can do much more, apparently. (laughs) Yep. Thanks, Andrew, for that. (laughs) Sorry, I'm reading all the comments. People are still hot about the holidays here uh, and when it's it's going on. And also, Sonia confirmed that I am right. It is Sonia. Yes. Sonia. Anyway, folks, listen, Here's the, we don't pay to advertise. And any growth that we get comes from you sharing us with others. And we want to keep you keep sharing and sharing and sharing. And stick around for after the show. It's my favorite part of the whole show whenever it's over. Anyway, thanks a lot. Not only that, ladies and gentlemen, but until next time, keep spiritually fit and have fun and stay home 